Hello, and welcome to the latest podcast from The Lancet Diabetes and Endocrinology. I'm Gavin Cleaver, a web editor at The Lancet, and today we're going to be discussing a study of the effectiveness of an internet-based behavioural intervention aimed at managing obesity. Joining me is the corresponding author of the study, Professor Paul Little. Professor Little, please introduce yourself. Paul Little. My background is as a GP. I'm Professor of Primary Care Research at the University of Southampton, and I'm an NIHR, that's the National Institute for Health Research uh, Senior Investigator. And in fact, this study was funded by the NIHR. Please could you briefly describe the intervention strategy that you tested in the trial? And tell us about how well it worked in helping participants to lose weight. Just a tiny bit of context first. I guess the the problem we face in primary care, obesity is incredibly common around 25% of the population and overweight is even more common. So we know that uh, intensive expert dietary counselling, counselling about physical activity works, but it's just simply not possible for primary care to provide such intensive input for that many people. So the idea behind POWER was to develop most of the behavioural help as online tools with 24 brief sessions over about six months with practice staff providing minimal input for weighing and reinforcing the use of the online tools. What we designed were two levels of really very brief input compared to previous studies from from practice staff. So both brief, but one was a face-to-face group where they feel like there were more conventional appointments and a remote group where contact was by email or phone only. So participants could have then up to seven contacts, but the average was four in both of those two groups. In the face-to-face group, there were two face-to-face appointments on average, one phone and one email. And in the remote group, again, four contacts, but only one was a phone call and three were emails. So what we then did was uh, we compared both power groups to a control group where people were given simple but positive advice, things like swapping unhealthy foods for healthier foods and encouragement and techniques to improve fruit and vegetable consumption. And we know that that in previously in previous studies has, has worked pretty well. So if you like, it was a positive control group. So the control group lost around two to three kilograms on average over 12 months. And both the power groups lost, again, averaged over 12 months around between one and 1.5 kilos. By 12 months, so that's six months after the intervention had ended, around 20% of the control group had lost 5% of their weight. And in both power groups, they lost around 30% of the individuals had lost around 5% of their weight. You might think, well, 5% of weight is not that much, but it's the sort of clinically important amount that would, for example, halve the, the incidence of, of diabetes. So it is recognized as actually a really important amount of weight to lose, even though you could say, well, actually, it'd be great to lose 10 or 15%. But anyway, so some quite nice results because, obviously, the uh, the cost of providing the power intervention was really cheap. So in the case of a remote group, just over £10 and much cheaper than anything else that's been tried in primary care previously, power turned out to be an extremely cost-effective intervention. And not only was it cost-effective for the health service, but people felt more unable to manage their condition and did fewer other things, such as going to slimming groups to help them lose weight. So... A really nice, inexpensive intervention for the health service, which works. And, and if you if you like, if you added the societal costs in, then it's even more cost-effective. So a very cost-effective intervention. Now, there have been a lot of lifestyle intervention studies aimed at promoting weight loss. What really sets this study apart? I think there are two things that set it apart. The first I've already mentioned is that most of the behavioural work was done using the online tool. And secondly, it was different in what was actually provided. So in this study, anyway, most people have already tried lots of diets and were struggling to to lose weight. So a very conventional approach, simply concentrating on physical activity and dieting would both not have been terribly feasible and probably wouldn't have worked, given that we were aiming at a very brief intervention. Obviously, Power did provide advice about 
diet and physical activity, but it mainly focused on helping people develop, if you like, self-managing cognitive and behavioral self-regulation techniques, which we call power tools, basically to help people understand themselves better to overcome problems such as low motivation, their confidence in being able to lose weight, change their behavior or relapse. And so that's why there were lots of sessions really to help people choose the sessions that were most helpful to them over the six months of the intervention. Really two things that are different, mainly using the online tools, but secondly, just using a slightly different approach about helping people uh, learn self-management skills. Part of the problem with weight loss interventions is that people inevitably tend to regain the weight. How does this approach help to mitigate that problem? We showed that six months after the intervention, people actually had maintained their weight loss. And I think the encouraging thing, I guess, about this approach is that it helps them deal with the key issues for them rather than, if you like, simply following a diet. And I guess those self-regulation skills are perhaps slightly more likely to be maintained and understood in the longer term. We're not just talking about a diet here, we're talking about a a slightly different approach to the way people understand themselves and manage themselves. Your study suggests that those people who used the website more actively tended to lose more weight, which suggests that keeping people engaged is one key to success. So what's the trick? How can we keep people engaged long term? Worth just reiterating that despite no further sessions after six months, people in the power remote group who basically would have spent £10 on them, if you like, maintained their weight loss by the one year. The key thing is obviously we don't know whether that can be maintained after the year. As you say, though, those who were engaged more early on did do better. And if past systems got to as little as the fourth session of the 24, in other words, they were learning more of the self-management tools, they lost around 2.5 kilos more than those who just did the first couple of sessions. In part, this may obviously be chicken and egg. So now that we, we know it works, hopefully people using the site will persevere in carrying on with the sessions so that they can learn these self-regulation tools. You also noted in the study that the participants who were given the website felt more able to manage their weight. What do you think is the significance of that? Well, I think it suggests to me that people really felt they'd been given something that would last on into the future and something they can do for themselves. And finally, how simple and affordable do you think it would be to scale up this approach to the to the broader population? We don't know that, but we, we do know that it's a very cost-effective in the setting of a sort of clinical general practice. But we 